This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, music, movies, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. Sun Devil fans, it is a Tuesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. As we record this podcast, uh, they have not tipped off yet against USC. So we're not going to be talking about that today. We will definitely be reviewing that episode uh, on Wednesday's edition of the podcast. But for today, we're going to be talking about some overall basketball news, uh, some news about tonight's game as well as some historical, uh, essentially a historical streak on tonight's game as well for ASU. Um, The football side of things, ASU has hired former NFL coach Brian Billick to serve as an offensive analyst. Uh, to assist Zach Hill in the offense moving forward. And then kicker Christian Zendejas has entered the transfer portal, and we'll talk about what kicker's options that leaves us uh, after that. You're listening to the Lockdown Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to a Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Sun Devils podcast. Uh, as always, I am Connor Drios uh, and joined by my co-host, Richie Drios. Wow, Richie Drios. Uh, I know co- we're family. guide I know we're family, man. We've been friends for well over a decade now, but apparently I'm just giving you my last name. Uh, my wife would be very jealous, but uh, you can dude, find me on like Twitter. A, dude- Good. Real quick, do you do you remember that NFL commercial where it was Connor Bradshaw? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like this advertisement for like for like NFL Network or something. I swear, and it was just like Connor Bradshaw de- never wants to miss the game action, and it was just the funniest thing. Anyways, I'm sorry. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Cedrios on Twitter. You can find Richard Bradshaw at Richie Brad's uh, 36 with that Z down there. You can also follow our Locked On Sun Devils Twitter page at lo underscore Sun Devils. We also have content that comes out Monday through Friday, so you might be listening to this in an audio form or watching us now on YouTube. You can also find us on uh, essentially Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Odyssey, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcast, and as I just mentioned, on YouTube as well. Uh, so with that, let's go ahead and start the discussion for tonight, Richie. Kind of some big news. Bobby Hurley, essentially for his actions at the end of the previous game, uh, he's now been suspended for this game that we're playing against USC uh, as of yesterday when this uh, podcast drops. He was fined $20,000, and essentially we have uh, assistant head coaches uh, essentially stepping in in his place. Now, we, we know that you can't really say anything to the refs, right? Or at least whatever you say, it has to be within reason. Not a surprise that, this, that the suspension came down. Not a surprise that the fine came down, especially after what he said in his post-game press conference, essentially just kind of calling them out saying, that wasn't a very fairly called game. Kind of was what it was. I'm, I'm mincing word there. Uh, that being said, do you feel like this really alters ASU chances on the court tonight? No, I truly don't, Connor. So, I mean, I mean, if anything, it would give the boys something to play for, right? Is they, sure. they want to back up their coach because, because, because Hurley stuck up for them. And quite frankly, he needed to, and he did. And that's, that's what we're looking for is a leader amongst young men. And Hurley proved that he can be that guy. So if anything, I would think that these guys maybe have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and want to go out and play the Trojans really tough. And again, this is a very good Trojans basketball team. Are we expecting a win? Eh, probably not. But that that's just because the Trojans are a better team through and through. But 
we should not be counting out the Sun Devils to go out there and put up a heck of a fight. The way they played against Stanford really gave me some optimism about the team moving forward. So I don't know, Connor. Like right now, at least, anything feels possible for these Sun Devils. Like, and it's only it's only a one game sample, but I mean, right now, based off of what we saw, I actually have some optimism moving forward. I wouldn't I wouldn't write this game completely off, you know. It, it totally like the the game's got to be played. So uh, assistants Jermaine Kimbrough and Joel Justice are essentially going to share head coaching duties, from what I'm understanding. Um, I, I I use the words like, do you think that alters their chances? I, I guess I would also say no there. It's not necessarily a game we expect to win, um, but let, let's see how they can build off their last game, right? When we had previewed USC kind of at the end of last week, the, the big goal there was to still find out uh, essentially how competitive can they be, especially coming off a loss, right? Can you kind of take that in stride and bring that into the next game, find out what you right. did well, and just build upon it, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I mean, I guess if they get into a bunch of foul trouble again and put USC on the line, it might not hurt them as much as it might hurt with another school, considering how bad USC's been. Um, unfortunately, USC can score in such a number of ways that I don't think it's ultimately going to matter. Um, but let, let's hope you're right. Maybe they do play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Uh, I, from everything I hear about players, from some of their reactions um, on social media, I, I don't hear anybody say anything bad about uh, Bobby Hurley coming from the locker room. Um, so I, I don't necessarily question the trust that these players have in him as a head coach. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of see where that leads. Ideally, uh, again, that. Uh, this game against USC is a competitive game. That being said, um, if they get close, I'm going to want them to win it. And I'm not going to accept that moral victory like I'm talking about right now. So um, essentially, like I say this with an asterisk next to it, competitive game. But if it's close, they they better win this freaking game, man, because they need it. Well, and I mean, the good news is, like like I said, Connor, they, they got that chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? So and I did not see anything about Luther Muhammad being punished. So. As you mean right uh, now, Jay, Jay Heath? Jay Heath was the other one that bumped the ref. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I I might have missed that. Then did Heath get anything? Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah, did, I've right? only seen I've only seen stuff on Bobby Hurley at the moment. Right. Uh, but yeah, Jay Heath was the one that kind of after Bobby Hurley mm-hmm. kind of said what he said. Uh, essentially, he kind of like bumped chest with one of the refs, and after that, the the refs kind of were just going off like Fine pointing man. every which direction, saying that yeah, he can't Fine can't find him. him. So uh, <laughs> pay the players and then you can find them. But no, even then you can't. No, no, Connor. So um, the, these guys definitely got something to play for, you know, and, and, and I already kind of brought that up. And I want to really emphasize that point is I think that these guys might come out tonight and just truly want to play hard for their coach who stuck up for them. And I, I think that these guys hopefully will be able to, come together as a team the way that they showed last week again, or not last week, but on Saturday against Stanford. Connor, I'm actually optimistic for maybe the first time this year for the Sun Devils basketball team. Definitely. We'll see. Uh, So now more onto some uh, essentially other news here. Uh, January 8th was a game that was rescheduled against Arizona. Uh, I believe it was uh, an outbreak in ASU's own locker room at the time. That game has now been rescheduled uh, on February 7th. There's an interesting little Twitter account, Richie, so I'm going to give them their credit here. Uh, at Pac-12 Research put out a tweet earlier on um, Monday, and I'm just going to read this essentially word for word here. They said, with their rescheduled game, uh, meaning ASU against Arizona, added against uh, Arizona on February 7th, um, Sun Devils basketball will be playing their fifth straight game against ranked opponents 
They will be the first Pac-12 men's basketball team to do it since ASU played six straight games uh, against AP top 25 teams at the end of the 2001-2002 season. Now, at the end of the day, does this streak uh, against really tough opponents matter? In my opinion, no. They had to play these games anyways. They just so happened with the schedule, catch kind of a, a tough break, and now they have to play them up all, all together. Now, hypothetically, if they didn't win any of those games, they just have to lose all those games in a row before they can potentially win another. At the same time, where that might really hurt is does this shoot down the confidence of the Suns, uh, the Sun of the basketball team after their uh, just this last game against Stanford? Is, is all that momentum going to get sucked out uh, over these next five games? So uh, to give everybody kind of a, an understanding, they play USC is ranked number 15 uh, as of last night. So it'll be Monday. Then they get Arizona on Saturday, January 29th. They get uh, USC here in Tempe on Thursday, February 4th. Uh, then they have UCLA come to town. So only two days they get UCLA at Tempe. And then they finish up with this five-game stretch. Uh, ASU comes to Tempe on now Monday, February 7th. That's ASU a comes to Tempe? Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, ASU will be at Tempe. Uh, but for the other half of the basketball game, uh, Arizona will also be at Tempe to play the basketball game. So that will, will be the fifth game to end that streak there. At, at the end of the day, man, like, again, these games had to be played. What a tough break for the Sunday basketball game. It feels like they can't get anything to bounce their way. Certainly not a situation that's going to help them out. No, not at all. I mean, this is this is just a very tough scenario for the Sun Devils, but this is an opportunity for you to prove yourselves and that maybe you turn that corner and maybe you can find a way to be that competitive team that we believed that you could have been going into the year. So here's your chance. Here's your opportunity. Run with it or, I mean, leave it at the door. But I, Connor, again, like for the first time this season about – the Sun Devils basketball team, I actually feel optimistic. I'm not saying we're going to win all five games. Hell, I'm I'm not even Are we going to win gonna... any games? Yes. I, How much money are you putting down probably... on that right now? Are you putting down a um, – uh, I, I know your car's paid off, so this doesn't technically apply. Would you put down uh, no. a car payment? Would you bet a cup no. of coffee? Are you betting a mortgage payment on this? How confident Jeez, are you? So, bro, dude, so, do you think I'm made of money? A cup of coffee is, is teacher, the least amount of confident – Mortgage payment is the most amount of confident. Where where do you rank on this scale? All I need is one win. Yes. I would feel... The over... Essentially, the over-under for wins is 0.5 in these next five games. You're taking the over-under. I will put one of my free $25 bets down on it. Mr. Bradshaw, you don't have any free $25 bets. You have you have to to give us your confidence ranking in this. So so far, you're giving us a free twenty five dollar bet, meaning you lose nothing. As of right now, I'm taking that to mean that you're just not very confident. Is that you true? Know what let let me put down a deposit with Bet Online and use the promo code Locked On for fifty percent uh, de- deposit bonus onto what I throw on, and then I will take that deposit bonus and throw it on there. How about that? He doesn't sound very confident to me, ladies and gentlemen. Shut so up. With, with that, I, I think I'd be taking the end on those ones as well. If ASU finds a way to pull off one of those victories, that'd be great. Like, I, I'm not being pessimistic. I'm just being real, right? And, and Richie, I understand your, your let's just call it your, your lack of confidence in this team as of right now. They played a great game against Stanford. They did, right? We can argue they got job by the refs, but it doesn't matter. Games in the past. Um, tough break coming up for this team. Um, hopefully we have some great news as we record the Wednesday podcast uh, before they tip off against UFC. But 
with that, let's go ahead and now head over to uh, Richie's uh, essentially backup confidence with one of our, our great friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you guys a happy new betting year as we continue the march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering for 2022. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON to get started. From football to basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked on Summonals your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Um, now let's get into some, a little bit of uh, football news, which is very exciting. Richie, and maybe even more so from your perspective, being a Ravens oh, yeah. fan, but oh, yeah. ASU hires former NFL coach Brian Billick, who uh, I just made that little note, uh, won, was it the 2000 Super Bowl with the Ravens? Is that correct? It was, he was the head coach of mm-hmm. the world-famous 2000 yep. Baltimore Ravens, the greatest defense to ever play the game. I, I just I can go on and on, but I will save that for my good friend Kevin Ostriker over on Locked On Ravens. If you guys are tuning in and you're Ravens fans, here's a here's a little plug for you, Kevin. Love you to pieces. Listen to the show all the time, and it just yeah. It if for some reason you're a Ravens fan listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, you gotta listen to Locked On Ravens. There's a little plug for you guys. Um, so, so it's interesting that you bring up that he was the coach of the greatest defense, but he's being brought in for an offensive analyst position, kind of similar to how Marvin Lewis, I think it was, um, the first year at, at worst, it was the second year that, uh, um, Kern was hired as the head coach where he was kind of brought in under the same title, but defensive analyst. Right. So, uh, um, Kern was just, just a fun ahead. little fact for you. Uh, Marvin Lewis was the defensive coordinator of that 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense. Interesting. I think I was reading an article earlier today when I saw that they hired him, and I, I think I kind of saw that little nugget, but uh, yeah, slipped my mind. So that, little, which also uh, gives it, it gives ASU uh, three now former NFL coaches on their head staff with now mm-hmm. uh, Herm Billick and uh, and Jones or Marvin Lewis, not Marvin Jones. Sorry, former Bengals, but yeah, both um, Bengals. How about that? But I, I mean, does does this um, kind of boost your confidence overall? At the end of the day, like. I think my exact quote on either yesterday's podcast or maybe it was Friday's podcast was like players play coaches coach. Like no one's going to argue. I think how great of a mind Brian Billick has. Um, So it's great that he's on the staff, but do you really feel like this is going to do a whole lot for them going into the 2022 season? Well, Connor, it's kind of like what you talked about where players playing coaches coach. There's only so much that Brian Billick's going to be able to do, but the bright side here is like like many other examples brian billick is going to forget more about football than me and you will ever know the dude is an overused term but incredibly accurate especially right now oh it's especially and i mean this guy has been like he he coached for i want to say eight or nine seasons with the ravens won a super bowl with them was able to get the most out of just putrid offenses but hey trent dilfer was a quarterback he was a quarterback he that was his position. That, that's on the, the chart. best credit I can give him. But no, uh, Billick a very good offensive mind, and he's been in the business a long time. Even after Baltimore moved on from him, he's been in the media forever. I want to say with NFL Network. 
and NFL Network and Fox, I think, from an article's earning. So maybe he bounced yeah. around, I think, for 12 years as an analyst. So he, he's moved around a little bit, but yeah, obviously with uh, with big names. Yes. And it's not like he's forgotten anything in the meantime because he's still one of the smartest guys. Call me biased, but I always very much enjoyed listening to Brian Billick and listening mm -hmm. to some of the stories that he would tell. I am excited about this move to the Sun Devils, but maybe that's from a nostalgic standpoint and from the fact that I love Brian Billick. Because what I will tell you, Connor, being completely objective, Herm didn't exactly turn Arizona State into what we thought he was going to bring. So remember all the talk when he was coming in was this is a guy who coached in the NFL for a long time. He played in the NFL for a long time. He's going to be able to prepare these kids to go to uh, the NFL. And then they brought Marvin Lewis in and it was like, well, there you go. That's just, that's one more piece of the puzzle. And while admittedly the defense did get better and they were able to bring some recruits in, it still hasn't exactly produced first round picks every year. And I'm, I'm not going to go ahead and tell you that Brian Billick is going to turn around this offense. Sure. And I, I think it could kind of be the same situation as Marvin Jones, where he is going to help, but he's not going to be this defining turnaround piece of the puzzle for Arizona state. I, th I think, I think we need to go into it with low expectations. So, and, and that's, and that's fair. By, yeah. And by that, by that, I mean, like, don't, don't expect Billick to take this offense and turn it into Ohio state like that. That's completely unrealistic, but I do believe that there could be a jump in production. And I think that's one more step needed for my prediction of Jaden Daniels having the Jake Plummer senior year. I, uh, I'll tell you what, man, like if you speak that into existence, like Sundown's nation, owes, they owe you one. So manifesting um, it. While I will say it's not that ASU's offense was just so darn terrible last year. Right? There was exciting pieces to it. It just, a lot of it didn't come to the passing game. A lot of it was Jaden Daniels breaking off big runs, obviously Rashad White, uh, and then kind of some uh, streaks here and there from either Chip Trayon or Daniel Nagata. So it's not that the offense was just so awful. It's It was not explosive. And unfortunately, you really couldn't do the one thing you would expect out of a quarterback. Let's kind of pass the ball. Uh, we, we talked way earlier, so probably like almost a month ago now, kind of talking about the efficiency of each position. Really, the if I remember correctly, like, Wide receivers and tight ends, dude, they averaged like nine yards attempt, uh, an attempt, if I remember correctly. It was just the overall volume of this, this passing offense wasn't great. Now, part of that could be baked in with like, did a lot of those yards come at the end of the game if they're playing from behind or they're just chucking the ball, defense is playing soft. Who knows? Um, but I, I think the offense really can't get a lot worse. Um, it, it doesn't, uh, I, I shouldn't say that. It does not hurt your coaching staff to bring Billick on. Right. It does not hurt former players looking, not former players, uh, potential uh, transfer portal players coming to ASU or uh, players that are going to sign for 2023 and commit to us. So um, having that kind of experience is going to be great. Uh, he's also a face similar to Herm, uh, who has at least been in the media for a long time. So I, I guarantee you a lot of kids are going to know who Brian Bellick is. Uh, maybe they haven't seen him as much as they might have seen Herm Edwards growing up, which is fine. It's still you have a lot of experience in the staff. I, I did see a tweet on Twitter, unfortunately, and I'm going to be stealing this because I don't remember who said it. But someone said, uh, great, now we have three former coaches. Maybe we can get over the eight-win hump. And it, it's just, it, it kind of echoes your point. Like, we, we have a lot of, of pieces to the puzzle, but can the puzzle even be solved with what you have on staff? 
Maybe. Yep. We, we don't exactly. know. We cannot definitively say yes or no. I, I understand if you can lean one way or the other. I, I wouldn't say you're wrong either way. But as of right now, we got to let it play out. But definitely an exciting hire nonetheless. We'll kind of see how that plays out. Uh, Perfect. So with that, let's go ahead and move on to the last part of our podcast here. We do have to talk to you about our friends, uh, essentially over at Get Upside. Uh, so Cinevals fans, th- this is Connor Gios here. If you've been listening to us for uh, however long now, we've been talking about Get Upside for probably several weeks, if not even a month now. Um, it's an incredible app that uh, both my wife and I have been using, essentially getting cash back on gas. Uh, so if you're driving a ton right now, which is uh, essentially a lot of people, especially with the, the price of gases, you're going to need Get Upside. Our listeners right now for the Locked in Cinemas podcast are earning cash back for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon on your uh, or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay, pull, uh, pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Again, just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first take. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The catch gets added right to your account. You can use uh, essentially cash out at any time to your bank account, uh, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Again, just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get to 25%, uh, sorry, 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Again, that is promo code SCORE. Richie, we have some more football news. Whether it is as exciting, it is football news nonetheless. Uh, we have third-generation kicker off the top of my head, uh, Christian Zendejas entering the transfer portal, kind of leaving ASU in a kind of an odd spot. There wasn't a lot about uh, uh, the special teams unit last year that just wowed you. Um, it's not that so much Zendejas was bad. Uh, he, he was fine when he kicked. He was hurt for a little bit, leaving time for uh, an opportunity for Logan Tyler to come in and not points. So he, he's going to be entering the transfer portal, made 78 of his 80 extra points uh, and 33 of his 42 field goals attempts uh, during his time with the Sun Devils. It's it's kind of odd seeing, a, as in Dejas that we were talking about before the podcast started, it's kind of odd seeing one leave. Like we should have one coming in, I feel like, here really soon, but that may not be realistic at all. So. Maybe he'll end up at U of A where uh, his father was. Um, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that at all. uh, And we're going to go ahead and move on. Um, So, Richie, that leaves us with two potential options as of right now. Are you ready? Yeah, the very obvious one. Start with that. The very obvious one is going to be Logan Tyler, uh, who didn't necessarily kick a lot last year. I think he only had five total kicks. Uh, There we go. I have his page pull up now. He only attempted five extra points, made three of them, so he missed two. And then he only attempted two field goals. He just didn't make either of them. Um, so is he going to be that bad and that inefficient next year if he has this job? Maybe, maybe not. We, we don't know. I know he is a senior this year. I don't know what his eligibility looks like with uh, the I think COVID he's gone, season. The, he he this, could totally be gone. Go ahead. This was his, this was his like super senior year. So I, I just okay. had to double check because I, I'm pretty sure Logan Tyler's gone. So. so that was not the super obvious one. No. Okay, then the super obvious one is going to be incoming freshman kicker uh, Carter Brown. Christian. We talked about him. A- what? I thought it was Christian Brown. Is it Carter Brown? Carter Brown. I, I thought you were going to say another name. I was like, are we talking about the same team here? No. Uh, it, it's going to be. It is Carter Brown. Double, I just it, double checked on our on our little friend. 
it's going to be Carter Brown coming in. He, he's going to be a, a three-star recruit from Texas. Um, essentially, he, he's got some upside, right? I'm trying to remember what was the list that he was on earlier this season. It was something that uh, uh, not many ASU players had been on before. Gosh, it's going to bug me. If that doesn't sound familiar to you, Carter Brown made this essentially like um, uh, list for either kickers or something for Texas players. Uh, pretty prestigious list from what I remember. I, but I think I know what you're hinting at. We'll have to look it up. Uh, but but regardless, he is a three-star prospect. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if we do get one kicker to come into the transfer portal and at least compete with Carter Brown. Um, who, who knows what you're going to be getting. Uh, but as of right now, the only option it sounds like if you're not going to get Logan Tyler, it's going to be an incoming freshman in Carter Brown. And that's it. It's all you got right now. I mean, yeah, it just, and, and maybe that was the telltale sign for why Zendejas decided to transfer is because he knew that this freshman was coming in that was going to push him and Zendejas slips up a little bit and he's gone. I mean, it's just, it's so fickle with kickers when it comes to college football, because as much as we joke about hashtag college kickers, the moment they miss a kick, I mean, it's, it's so true. And look at Logan Tyler and the the instances where he was failing to fulfill his job and i'm sorry to be blunt to any biased people who might be listening about three, three for Tyler. seven on his kicks three for seven yeah extra like, point call, or otherwise what am i gonna say connor call a spade a spade uh, like, uh a club yes correct no not quite <laughs> okay he just he wasn't good and it is what it is but logan tyler i'm 90 percent positive is gone which leaves the door open for Christian or excuse me, Carter Brown to come in, take this job. And I, I would be willing to bet a lot of money, prob probably about the same amount of money. Are we money talking a as... coffee bed? Are we talking a car payment? Are we talking <laughs> a mortgage payment? Exactly. Yes. The answer is yes. I, I would tell you, I'd feel pretty confident that Carter Brown is going to be the week one kick, uh, starting kicker for the Arizona state Sun Devils. And as much as I am bummed to see Zendejas leave, because Zendejas really was rock solid for us, I think this is definitely the move for the future. And no, you this wanna, guy probably you make a gentleman's bet. Uh, as far as I think ASU is going to bring in uh, another kicker and at least push Carter uh, yeah. for the starting job. I don't I'm think Carter's the kicker week one, uh, barring injury. Barring injury, I don't think Carter's the the kicker for week one. I think somebody so, comes. So in the gentleman's the bet is who the kicker is week one. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Shake. Okay, perfect. I'll buy you in and out that I, I didn't buy you from the last bet, which I yeah, I totally still waiting on that. Sure. You jerk. We I live so you. far away, so it's not it's not convenient. I know um, it, it's a whopping like ninety second drive and ten eight minute walk. Well, gas is so expensive, but it's a good thing I at least have get upside. At least you have get upside exactly. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Like again, like this is news. It's not so much that we have this. Uh, new starting quarterback coming over from Alabama or a new running back coming over from Wyoming. It's still news, right? Especially when it's, uh, when it's a Sendejas leaving ASU, definitely news. So we'll kind of see where that puts ASU as far as their special teams unit going forward. Now we do we should still have Eddie Zaplicki as I think he was a freshman last year. Um, so we, we do still have it. I think a good core of um, the special teams unit intact. The biggest part I think is going to be who the kicker is going into next season. So um, w w with that, we'll, we'll go ahead and kind of cap it there for today's episode. 
Uh, so hopefully let's let's root for a, a great win against USC. As of the recording of this podcast, the game is already going to be over, and hopefully ASU blew them out of the water. Uh, but we'll definitely be talking about that game and more coming up on tomorrow's episode for the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, uh, barring if we get a guest uh, on the show at that time. So Fingers uh, thank you so thank you so much for uh, listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Uh, again, you can find uh, essentially both of us on Twitter as well as um, our Locked On Sun Devils page. You can find me at Cedrios. You can find Richie at RichieBrad36 with a Z. Uh, you can also follow Locked on Sun Devils at LO underscore Sun Devils. And the content that comes out Monday through Friday, so that's going to be either Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, Stitcher, uh, and YouTube now, as well as these episodes are now on YouTube. Uh, so you get to look at our very handsome faces. You're welcome uh, or you're not welcome. Either way, listen to the audio version at, at the absolute worst. Um, but uh, thank you so much again for making us your first listen every single day. Uh, now make sure to make your second listen Locked on Bets. They're going to be your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Uh, you keep it locked on right here with the Locked on Settlements Podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.